Hey, welcome to the Midtown Podcast, conversations for curious people. I am Trevor. I am your host and the creator of this podcast. Uh, I'm so excited that you're here. I was just going to give a little bit of an intro into what this is and why we're doing it, where it came from. Um, I am the son of a pastor. I was born and raised in the church, literally in the church. Our house was eight houses down from a church. We lived in a parsonage. And um, if I wasn't at home or at school, I was riding my bike around the church or inside the church. And one of the things that I've been blessed with that I've, I've known is I have a family and especially a dad who constantly challenged me through questions, never let me off the hook with just an easy answer or um, just a simple way of thinking about things. He always asked me questions. He loves Socrates. And uh, that has led me to a lot of great conversations and great relationships with people. And I, I find that in these days, that's one of the things that we're lacking is uh, civil discourse, conversations that are nuanced, that where we listen to each other, where we try to understand each other. And so this is what this podcast is all about. It is designed to have conversations for curious people. That's, it's kind of, you know, the title just came. And when I was thinking about having these conversations, especially with other curious people, there were two people that came to mind really quickly. And so I went and asked both of them, uh, at separate times and they both said, yes, I didn't even have to pay them or coerce them in anything. I maybe have to do maybe some coffee for a couple of them, but, but I want to introduce them. We're going to just talk a little bit today about who we are and uh, what we hope for this podcast, but so so I I asked uh, my friend Ben Kramer and Patrick Gray. Uh, they are just sitting quietly, staring right at me. And uh, but ben, <laughs> I want to introduce you guys. Well, this is weird. So Ben Kramer, everybody. <laughs> I don't know. I'm waving right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Our paths should have crossed a long, long time ago, and long they never did. Ago. Yeah. But I, I've, I have, I just knew about you. When did we meet? Gosh, I, I feel like we were acquaintances. We have so many close friends. Yeah. That are mutual friends, and I know that we've seen each other at college church. Yeah. Uh, several times when I was in college, and and other times, you know, you were visiting for something or whatever. And I know your brother. Yeah. I think we worked together mm-hmm. for a little bit. Yeah at a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Um, but we really truly started to sit down when I had this crazy idea yep. of, of not only the podcast, but this mm-hmm. church plant. And when we sat down, well, first of all, and I've, I've followed you on social media. Right. And, um, well, it, you're brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the main reasons why I wanted to come and talk with you is because I just, your voice and the way that you speak about things, the way you think about things and your heart for people comes through, uh, in, in everything that you say and do. So, um, but yeah, what, tell, tell us a little bit, tell us, tell me <laughs> a little bit about yourself. <laughs> oh, I, I appreciate that so much. Um, I so Idaho native, yeah, born and raised here. Uh, felt the call to to ministry when I was about seven, and you know, I it's hard for me to really locate what tradition of Christianity I was raised in. You know, went went from everything from a, a homeschool sect of like 
it's called Christian identity, which is this very racialized, um, racist view of, of Christianity that was the ideology around the founding of the Aryan nations. And so we were actually a part of the, a homeschool group in Nampa, uh, hundreds of other families. So then we went to a non-denominational church that had a Baptist, uh, Pentecostal, charismatic, and several different pastors there. So it's really hard for me to nail down what tradition I was raised in, but it, they were all kind of virtually indistinguishable from from each other. Um, and so I didn't know where to locate my call to be a pastor, uh, until I took a year off from high school, um, and tried to study the dominant forms of religion in Idaho. And so I, of course I looked at Mormonism. I looked at the church of the Nazarene, which are both huge influences here. And I stumbled happenstance on Wesley's view of grace, John Wesley. And that really took hold of me and started volunteering at a youth group at a Nazarene church in Nampa. And they offered to get me involved in NNU through a scholarship. And so I wouldn't have been able, it was really through God, you know, mm-hmm. leading along the way that I was able to go and study um, uh, philosophy and religion at NNU. And I stayed there for my undergrad and a master's in spiritual formation. And then I moved to Kansas City to pursue uh, church history at, at seminary. Um, graduated there in, in 2012 and moved back here to pastor a church for the last eight years. And then I just recently made another pastoral transition and I'm pastoring at um, the Amity campus of Cathedral of the Rockies um, here in, in Boise. And um, so, yeah, just uh, that's kind of my story in brief. And I've been just so thankful for the influences of, of Patrick and Trevor uh, along the way, even though, and I'll probably get into that later as we're talking about them, but um, I have been touched in ways that by them that they're probably unaware of. So mm. uh, grateful to be around this table with both of you. That's awesome. Uh, okay, let me, I do want to ask you more questions. Oh, go. Let me introduce. Sure. <laughs> Patrick Gray. All right. Uh, Patrick, you and I met like five years ago. Yeah. And can I say, I I think it was mutual. It was like instant, yeah, instant friendship. Yeah. Anyway, I I think most people around Idaho would know you from obviously a pretty cool story about mm-hmm. you and your best friend. Sure. Um, but introduce what what do, what do you want people to know about you? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'll keep this short. Uh, Trevor's mentioning uh, the story of I'll Push You, where yeah. my best friend Justin Skizik and I, we did the Camino de Santiago a few years ago, uh, where he's in a wheelchair, and I pushed him with the help of many others across Spain. And that led to, oh man, books, uh, film, um, a lot of conferences where we get a keynote and challenge people to see the world a little differently. Uh, really, uh, it's, a, it's a story that we were gifted, I think, that God kind of put in our lap um, that, uh, that really challenges us as well as other people to see how much we can accomplish when we set differences aside and we partner with each other in our joy, our pain, and really the power of the human collective. Like I, uh, <laughs> you think when you look dig into scripture and you look at the great things that are done, mm-hmm. it's always because people come together. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. always, you know, I mean, God's at the helm of course, but it's always because people come together, uh, to do something great. And, um, that's, just put me on a really interesting path. My history, I, I was actually a, a biologist, then I was a, a high school teacher, then I was a bedside nurse for years, and uh, then I got into administration at a local hospital, and shortly after that, I'll push you and the Camino happened, and 
now I'm a writer and a wow. speaker and, <laughs> and, cool. and, and uh, we were just talking about jack weird. of all trades right yeah yeah well you're and, like a master of all trades no, no 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 i feel like i'm someone who knows a little bit about a lot of things and a lot about very few <laughs> <laughs> but uh you said what I, what I want people to know i'm i'm someone who's very curious uh that when trevor approached me with this podcast idea i was like of course because I believe in the the power of curiosity. Mm -hmm. I'm someone who has deconstructed my faith probably a dozen times over in the past mm -hmm. decade, sometimes uh, a little more publicly, sometimes very privately. And while every time I walk away a little more discouraged with how much pain and suffering the church has caused, I also walk away so much more in love with who Jesus is yeah. and who he calls us to be. Mm. Yeah, Absolutely. That's so good. I'm so good. You guys have... You have something that I'm missing, and this is why I love having both of you. So I want to go back. So Ben, how uh, how do you become so smart? <laughs> oh, go. Well, I just want to interject here. Yes, Ben is brilliant. Uh, I have never met someone who has more depth of knowledge yet total objectivity right. in what we discuss. Mm -hmm. And every single time we have a conversation with Ben, I'm just like, dang. I am better for this because this conversation right here, right now, mm. yeah. every single time. Yeah. When I say something, I'll start an idea and then you'll take it on. And then in my head, I'm going, that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> that's what I thought I sounded like. But you, you're extremely well read. You have a ton of books that I would see. Are you, oh, we will probably talk about the Enneagram at mm. some point mm -hmm. if you're against it. I'm asking you to be curious. Uh, it's really helped Jamie and I, my wife and I. Um, but we will, we will also not just be identified by a number. Right. Mm -hmm. So we'll say that, but you're an Enneagram five, five, yes. five. with a wing four. Yeah. So you naturally have that bent toward mm -hmm. discovery and learning yeah. and curiosity. Yeah. And Enneagram's an interesting part of that because I was very opposed to it. Yeah. And I, took the approach of learning about it, which is very Enneagram <laughs> five thing to do. And, yeah. and it, it really helped me to know myself a lot better in the way and engage with, with other people. So, um, yeah. Do you have an eidetic memory? Do you have a, do you just soak stuff up? I mean, how, how do you, when we talk, you, it's not just that you remember the book, you remember the quote, you almost remember the page number. Like mm -hmm. you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you just know things. Well, <laughs> gosh, I, I think that's such a good question and something that I've been asking myself about because by the time I got to seminary, I'm I'm a kid that was uh, diagnosed with ADHD, dyslexia, um, and so I, I had to I had to literally work blood, sweat, and tears for every mm. like C or B that I got in in undergrad. And it wasn't until graduate school that I was really able to say if I really want this if i and i loved i like love history ever since i was little and the way the ways things connect whether it's historical or theological philosophical i want to see how things work together and how they repel each other you know and that ongoing relationship mm. between those those factors and so if i really wanted it i had to practice the habit of memory and so I would just, I just devoted myself to saying, I, I don't remember that. Where is it? And so I'd go back and look at the page, study the page, look at the number, look at the dates. And, and I found out that my head could only fit certain amount, 
amount of information. <laughs> and so really when like you, if you talk to my wife about Ben's brilliance, air quotes, he's <laughs> really good at the theology stuff and the history stuff. But when it comes to like remembering where I put my <laughs> wallet or <laughs> my keys and like remember to put dishes in the dishwasher, she's she has a different definition of, of Ben's brilliance. So <laughs> ben. <laughs> If my wife is listening to this, she's going to be like, yep, yeah. <laughs> yep, keys, glasses, wallet, yep. sometimes all three. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything for him? Yeah, I want to say a few things about Patrick. I I was just so inspired by, I'll put, like, I remember going to a pastor's retreat and you were the keynote. Uh, I always got your names confused. So Patrick and, and Justin. and That I, happens a lot. Yeah. I, cause you're, you're, you're a great team. That's probably why. Um, and so I was just blown away by what God had done through mm-hmm. both of you, your willingness to let the spirit work through you. And that's that story. And it helped a lot that it was local guys that were doing this. Like the, it wasn't just, you know, someone from a place that I didn't know, but it was local people doing this just dramatically inspirational thing. And, and I, I feel like you do that same posture in our, our conversations where you're, uh, I was just reading, um, Eugene Peterson's, uh, rendition of, of Matthew. And he, he said, come to me all who are weary and broken and join me in the unforced rhythms of grace. And it's, it's incredible when I think of the, I'll push you because you are, you are pushing, right? Which, People can think of like, I'm going to just push you through this, but that's not the story. Mm-hmm. The story is this encouraging coming alongside and be, having power for and with someone mm-hmm. to, to bring about that unforced rhythm of grace. And I feel like I feel that in, in our conversations together, that you are just so committed to those unforced rhythms of grace. And that's the way that you are pushing and encouraging people uh, forward. So I just really, wow. really appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I was like the thing that I'm missing with you that why I love having you is you have a boldness and uh and just a passion. You don't know what any gram number you are. You go we're, all, we're, we're back and forth. We're, you're all over the place. I'm a one wing two or a two wing one. Oh. Um but I also have a pretty strong leaning towards an eight. Oh, an eight. <laughs> it's there. It's definitely there. But you just go do it. My life is so much better just being attached to you the the opportunities that i've had to grow as a person to love people um it's it's incredible and i can't imagine my life without you so um yeah i i you as a father you as a husband and you as a friend uh you gotta know i'm just i'm watching you and i'm learning and Mm -hmm. it's fantastic so same well thanks trevor yeah thank you uh but we gotta say I mean, you're going to talk about us. We had to talk about you. Yeah, I was just going to say that same thing. What do we yeah. want to say about Trevor? So, well, I'll go back to it. When Trevor talked about it, you know, he and I meeting for the first time, you know, five years ago, and it was just instant connection. It was funny, not, I don't know, even three months into our friendship, I remember sitting down with my wife. It's like, I don't know Trevor's favorite song. I don't know his favorite color. I don't know. Like, there's all these, like, things when you think about someone, like, if you know really well, you might know, you know? Yet, I feel like, are like there's a connection at the heart level that just surpasses all of that where we have similar passions and where we don't have similar passions we're challenging each other to see different perspectives and it's just this it was an instant 
like cementing of two of two lives uh, in a beautiful way. And um, I think a lot of that is is due to you. You are a curious person. Mm-hmm. You are someone who just loves people so well and has a passion that people would know that they are valued, that they are um, that they're important, and that they can do um, just do amazing things if they just just love well. Uh, and, and that's a gift that you've given to me. And that's a gift you bring to this podcast. It's a gift you bring to the church you're building midtown. And, uh, I see it's a gift that you bring to your, your wife and your kids. Mm-hmm. You love well. Yeah. And, and I would have to say at just adding to that so well said description of you, I also see the gifts and skills that God has equipped you with along the way to help you love well. Like I, you know, as a gosh, we're I'm a, just like a a year or two younger than you, I think. Uh, nope, no, nope. <laughs> I'm pretty old. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, I, yeah, as an under, I remember just being an underclassman, right, oh, and yeah. looking up to these upperclassmen yeah. that I admired so much. And you're not only your like incredible music ability, like oh, geez, your ability yeah. to just like you you bring yourself into the presence of god through your music you're not trying to coerce others into that presence mm. you're just you just want to be there so badly and that just shows through your music but also your your ability to to look at advertising and and all of these other mechanics of how the church presents itself in the world uh and god has given you just such great skills that i admire and i feel like i really need to improve in those areas <laughs> just because of your example so it's Man. just it's incredible. Thanks, guys. You bet. I, I, this is really interesting, you know, reflecting on this. I have never, ever felt good enough. Um, oh, I've no. never felt. Preach it, brother. Right? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, and, and not good enough in the sense of like, I need approval. I have always been a person that just wants what I do to matter, to right. have some sort of effect. So even the idea of being a, a, a jack of all trades, it's mostly because whatever I was into, I wanted it to. I wanted it to have an impact, and so I have to search and find ways to make this better. That's how I've done it, and it's the same thing almost like with with you know this idea of being a, a lead pastor. Uh, I felt called, very, very real call into ministry, just mostly in the sense that I love the church. I love what the church could be i'm a enneagram one wing nine yeah and i can't shut off i've had to name my inner critic um no, his name is eugene mine's reggie reggie mm-hmm. <laughs> i know reggie <laughs> and eugene have had some conversations they love each other yeah i yeah yeah <laughs> you know and i can't shut it off and so that's you know that's i think kind of the idea of of where this all came about is how do we do this mm-hmm. in 2021 right now mm-hmm. and it's gonna happen i'm gonna ask the same question how do we do this in 2022 mm-hmm. and how do we do this in 2023 and never get locked into a certain method but yeah. our mission of my mission of helping people live life to the fullest mm-hmm. yeah that's that's my that's what i want to do mm-hmm. that's so you know? much of what this podcast is kind of about and the church, right. church is about i mean the, the the curiosity can be distilled down to something very simple if you let it be but it's also a, a very broad 
word. Like you'd mm-hmm. be curious in your faith, be curious in how you approach other people, be curious in learning about other people, be curious in how you approach your, your, your skill sets or your, your hobbies. And, and that's one of the things that I, I love about your leadership, Trevor, is that you're someone who truly believes you will never arrive. Mm-hmm. You are on a constant journey to always do better, to do more. And that's, that's really what we're called in this journey of faith. If we really take Jesus call seriously mm-hmm. is we can always do more. We can always love Mm. more. We can always give more. We just have to look at things differently. And that's one of the things that I, I struggle with the traditional kind of church mindset is that often we got to figure it out. So we're just going to do what we do and we're going to do what we've done for the past decade, for the past 20 years, the past 50 years. And we get so scared of this idea of evolution that we don't actually, you know, evolving into something new. Um, We don't embrace the curiosity God has given us mm-hmm. and pursue scripture and pursue knowledge that way. We often are more concerned with having an answer yeah. than we are with asking questions. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that is, that is not mm. the way to grow and progress. Mm-hmm. That's so good. That's so good. I shared a little bit about my hope for this podcast. Maybe I can sum it up at the end, but do mm-hmm. you guys have, would you want to share what your hopes are for, for this yeah Mm. i i I think to just piggyback off of what patrick just said that we we are uh uh three curious people and we want to continue to build on that foundation of curiosity we Mm -hmm. we have seen the damage that placing certainty over all things in our faith over people um leads to such just abuse and trauma and hurt in the church and i think the three of us have been um receiving of that abuse and hurt at times from uh, from the structure that places certainty over who we are as humans, you know, over the world around us. And so we, we see that healing current of curiosity that we really want to start building upon and inviting others to come and also not only join the conversation, but show us how to do it better too. Mm -hmm. You know, that Mm -hmm. continuous desire as curious people, we want to see better and better maturing forms of how to be curious well, while holding on to the, the deep sacred tenets of our faith I think that really connects back to the early church where they were a confessional people. Mm -hmm. We confess creeds. We confess what is true. We are not taking what we believe to be true as the certain truth of the world and then, you know, forcing that onto other people. Mm -hmm. We really want to reclaim that confessional curious spirit. Mm -hmm. So good. Yeah. Anything to add? Uh, I, I would just love for people to walk away from this podcast with a an assurance that doubt isn't bad, questions aren't bad, uh, challenging things, deconstruction is there aren't bad things. Mm-hmm. If you approach your questions with that curiosity, not just to push back and just to tear something down, but literally you are trying to understand more. That's how your faith becomes strong. Until you wrestle with what you claim to believe. I don't think you can call it a faith you actually hold your own. You're just doing what someone told you to do. And I don't want anybody to experience that because I've done that before. And that is a shallow place to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. What you can expect in the future, um, we, probably the first few episodes, it's just going to be the three of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as we move, as we progress in this, because this is just a journey, mm-hmm. uh, we hope to have 
other guests on, other people on to that think mm-hmm. differently than we do mm-hmm. so that we can have these kind of conversations. And also we want questions. Yes. We really want questions. So we have a, a very basic website right now. It's midtownchurch.us. And you can find the podcast there. It's a place just to launch. Um, like that, we've got a couple places we'll be on. Uh, obviously, Anchor is where we're hosting this. Uh, Google Podcasts will be on um, Apple Podcasts, and we'll be on Spotify. Mm-hmm. So uh, those are the four four places that you can get this. But also, there is a there's a questionnaire, there's a form on the website for the podcast where you can ask questions. We've already got a couple great ones. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, so I hope you join us on this journey. These will come out um, at least bi-monthly. Mm-hmm. This is a fun one. But bi-monthly and bi-weekly can mean the same thing. Mm-hmm. I think we should clear that up. Yeah. <laughs> How about at least twice a month? At least twice a month, <laughs> yes. And and possibly some more, uh, but we won't, we won't miss that. Uh, so... Thank you for being here. Thanks for listening. I hope you join us on this journey, the Midtown Podcast, conversations for curious people.